Hello and welcome back. I am Chaitali, a learner, performer and writer, traveling in sync with the feminist principles to be a part of the change-making process. I am a fellow of Ori Kalankini's 13-week yearly fellowship program. The fellowship brings together change-makers for 13 weeks for 13 different advocacy projects. We meet people from amazing organizations and upskill ourselves to do advocacy in a very very fun way. This series of episodes are for cisgendered heterosexual men, women who identify or express themselves within a normative boundary. To start thinking about pleasure in ways that are beyond the normal, the market and the mainstream. This series will help you explore questions that are otherwise considered irrelevant insane and blasphemous discussions on pleasure if there had been have been in circles belonging to the upper caste able bodied sections of the society in fact the intellectual circles still are the categories that are not deprived of resources a biologically determinate viewpoint of sex as solely the province of reproduction and reproduction solely the province of the fittest usually those with access to the full enjoyment of citizenship has largely served to exclude people with disabilities in addition a social cultural viewpoint of sex as a source of danger leads to the presumed need for protection Disabled populations are not viewed as acceptable candidates for reproduction or even capable of sex for pleasure. This viewpoint is marked by Michael S. Tepper who writes on disability and sexuality. In the late 18th century and early 19th century, with the increased popularity and reliance on doctors and the medical profession, sexual pleasure was thought of or viewed as disease or sickness instead of sin. making it now a medical problem in india however the popular media often portrays disability as a lack or deficit these assumptions anita gai goes on to say are rooted in the dominant hindu mythology wherein the two most popular epics mahabharat and ramayan negative characters were attributed some form of deformity for example mantra the hunchback in the ramayan and shakuni the lame man in the mahabharat the karm theory often used as the justification for the failure in the management of inclusive structures by the state takes us back to the charity model a model that makes people with disabilities dependent and of no productive capacity let us see if that makes sense today today we have with us shivangi and this is how she introduces herself my name is shivangi and i'm a queer and disabled activist and a graffiti artist with an organization called determined art movement you can also follow me on twitter and instagram my um username is uh, disabled spice I work as a consultant, researcher, uh, facilitator, and policy advisor, with an emphasis on advocacy for sexuality, disability, 
accessibility and gender um and yeah i uh, my chosen family consists of my dad nina and my partner nikita who is neurodivergent trans and autistic WHO defines sexuality as a central aspect of being human throughout life and encompasses sex, gender identities and roles, sexual orientation, eroticism, pleasure, intimacy and reproduction. Sexuality is experienced and expressed in thoughts, fantasies, desires, beliefs, attitudes, values, behaviors, practices, roles and relationships. While sexuality can include all of these dimensions, not all of them are always experienced or expressed. Sexuality is influenced by the interaction of biological, psychological, social, economic, political, cultural, ethical, legal, historical, religious and spiritual factors. Let us understand if the linking of bodily parts or organs to attainment of pleasure restricts the very understanding of the same in some way yeah i i definitely think that it is a very restrictive uh, concept to give it a, a physical um, definition because uh, it yeah it, i think it can be very ableist because if we look at the history uh, of the disability movement um we uh, we learn about the medical model which talks about the deficit of the body and what which means what the body can do what can it not do um and what are the diagnoses so based on the diagnosis what can the body do what can it not do so for example uh, this is what uh sex looks like for a person with cerebral palsy so that, those are things that uh can be um i feel like especially mentioning the diagnosis it can be uh it can be very ableist it can lead to a lot of uh problems mm-hmm. uh, when we're dis- just discussing the the deficits the the limitations um because uh, and especially related to the body so uh, and and uh, the medical model has been known to be very uh, limited limited in understanding disability itself um it doesn't give space to uh, uh you know um understand what uh, uh what are the ways in which disability experience is experienced so the focus is constantly on what needs to be fixed or what needs to be conformed into the society um and what is broken instead of how those things can be modified or how things can be uh, uh, you know changed so um, so yeah i think uh, uh, focusing just on the body part focusing on the physical nature of uh, um, sex and pleasure can be very 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 um uh, ableist Social inclusion as a concept and a theory 
is often used in elaborate discussions around us. We challenge the social structures claiming that there is a lack of an inclusive spirit. But what is inclusion and have we been inclusive even after legal recognition to women, the queer and the people with disabilities? I wanted to understand if Shivangi thinks we have been inclusive enough in the various kinds of definitions that revolve around us about pleasure, pain and desire. So inclusivity is, is also something uh, which I feel is not something that I relate to personally. Uh, I think it's a very, uh, it's, it's this idea where uh, in, a, in a normal society, if we are including all kinds of diverse people, then uh, therefore inclusivity is being achieved. But I think what is uh, what I believe is in justice and in you know in practice of uh, of uh, actual uh, change you know mm-hmm. and uh, and that would mean listening to different uh, different people um, acknowledging that there are different bodies there are different um, expressions there are different ideas of sex and pleasure and anything even mental health in fact has many different uh, ways of uh, approaches approaches so um, I think uh, like in, in the normative uh, uh, you know I uh, understanding of sex we, un- we think of the intercourse the, the penile vaginal intercourse mm-hmm. or we think of marriage or we think of babies and mm-hmm. these are the main goals and um, these are very narrow and you know it's it also it's also very it it focuses only on the individual, mm. um, and I think even inclusive which inclusive in, inclusive uh, uh, inclusion does the same. It focuses on the individual. Uh, if we have one disabled person, one uh, trans person, one Dalit person, then we are inclusive. But it's 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 very individualistic uh, way of changing the world. I think. Mm. Um, what we need is more community-based, um, you know, community-based uh, liberation practice and interdependence, where we um, depend on each other. We don't, uh, we don't give the uh, responsibility to just one person, but we depend on each other. We have proper communication, uh, and that comes. Either uh, interdependence also comes in in sex and pleasure because. Uh, if we see the laws in our country, uh, we'll see that there is uh, the the right to privacy, mm-hmm. which, which can also again be very ableist because a lot of uh, people with disabilities need to have support. Uh, you know, when they they um, are having sex or uh, they need uh, support. You know, so they need someone yes. around mm-hmm. or they need someone who is there with them. Um, who can help them, uh, and that is, I think that that can be that can be, I think, revolutionary. Where if we think about interdependence through the disability justice framework, where mm-hmm. we're thinking of collective accessibility, and uh, and we're thinking of how everybody is worthy, and 
capable of you know pleasure hmm. some journeys often make way for a change a change that paves path for a revolution how does a journey of disability and pleasure look like where does it start and what is its future here shivangi shares a piece of the lived journey well i think for me it is uh, like in the beginning it was uh, very hard uh, i uh, i think i it took me a long time to understand what pleasure means what sexuality means uh, i think i didn't even you know feel like uh, like my body was sexual until my early 20s so mm-hmm. after my after uh, turning 20s when i uh, started feeling this urge uh, of for having sex and for pleasure of the body there were there were many different kinds of pleasures as well of course there was uh, there was uh, you know playing playing uh, games and um uh taking part in uh in the classes uh those are those are also and having a very uh, good communication or even even indulging in many different forms of uh drugs i think was you know it it has this it induces a certain kind of pleasure when you when you're young mm-hmm. so um um so i think for me that like that in the beginning uh i used to get a lot of pleasure in smoking drinking all of these things uh, even even uh, good habits like talking to friends uh, having long conversations those were things that really gave me pleasure and uh, after i realized about my body and uh, and self exploration masturbation i think it was a revolutionary act for me because a lot of we didn't hear we didn't see a lot of disabled women hmm. um talking about sexuality when i was that age um, mm-hmm. you know it was a long ago it was eight seven eight years ago um when uh, we yeah we just didn't i didn't have a lot of role models i didn't have a lot of mentors who would talk to me about this and i think that's true for able body people as well mm-hmm. um where mm-hmm. we don't get we don't get the guidance the correct guidance we don't get the correct um teachings about uh you know sex education mm. and pleasure and our body so mm. um so it was me alone i had to do it alone and uh, again that is something that lot of disabled people experience mm. is like pleasure through isolation a story like shivangi's will never be found on ncert textbooks or in bollywood masalas these are journeys that have come a long way in the recognition of rights of the community it is only fair that we become a part of their journey without taking their space their voices and the spirit which has the capacity to light a pandemic struck world let us accept that it is the system that allows some to climb the ladder while keeping the other half in the margins Hope this episode gives you points to think and ponder upon. You may find a lot of it politically incorrect, a lot of it wrong and a lot of it not agreeable. But try 
take what you can please do check out other episodes of this series and other awesome series on our channel orika lankini in all major podcasting platforms see you there